And good morning and welcome to A Certain Degree on WPRK, Winter Park, Florida. This is still granddaddy. I don't know exactly when it ends, but uh, I like the noise. It feels like I'm in the future. Skateboarding Saves Me Twice was the name of the song from the album Just Like the Family Cat. Good morning. My name is Nick. As I mentioned, this is To a Certain Degree. I'm here every week, Mondays from 7 to 9, and every week I have a special guest, and this week my special guest is Amanda. How do you spell your your last name? Uh, Roche. Roche. R-O-C-H-E, yeah. Yeah, Roche. Get Everyone right up write on that, that mic. Down. So, <laughs> Amanda, yes. Good morning. Yeah, you you're you're familiar with microphones, right? I am. Yeah, so you've been here for quite a number of years as far as uh, Rollins goes, as far as WPRK goes. Yes, as far as both. So, Amanda, you're here from the EDC. You are the Associate Director of Marketing Communications over there. That is correct. Congratulations. Thank you're you. You're a double grad of Rollins College. I am. Critical Media and Cultural Studies, mm-hmm. minor in Economics. And a marketing MBA. Yes. Nice. Yeah. Is that what you always wanted to do? Sort of the marketing Um, part, communications part? I kind of fell into it. I was originally an English major. Oh, really? Which I think everyone at Rollins is originally. And (laughs) and then they have to convince us all to leave the program because you can't have that many English There's too many of you, (laughs) yeah. There's professors. Oh, nice. Okay. So I moved on into marketing. Well, communications and... Uh, at Rollins, it's called Critical Media and Cultural Studies. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a more broad communications. So we'll get into degree. that in the second hour because I really want to talk to you about your college uh, experience. Because like you, I kind of fell into marketing after I graduated. And so first, we're going to play a game. So the basic version of the game is 20 questions, but I like to complicate things. I like to complicate uh, things in life, at work. For anybody who uh, knows me, they know that I do that pretty constantly. It seems like I'm a simple person. It seems I've been called simple. I think not because of the type of person I am, because sometimes I come across as simple-minded. Mm. Uh, I wouldn't so say that, but... That, well, occasionally. So you're going to have to rate each item. We can dive into it. If you have any uh, thoughts on them, great. Oh, I, we'll, I'm rating? Yeah, oh, this yeah, yeah. is different than No, no, no. You you're rating, be. sorry, you're rating yes or no. Okay. okay. So there's only two ratings. Yeah, there's only two ratings. You're going to say here today, if you like something... Because what's better than today? What's better than living in the now? What's better than something right here in front of you? Like if you wanted a Slurpee or a chai tea latte that you're currently drinking and enjoying, it's better to have it in front of you today than gone tomorrow. Okay. Mm -hmm. So if you like something here today, don't care for it, gone tomorrow. Okay. You ready? Okay. All right. Tonight is a big night for if you like college football at all. So the national title game, how do you feel about that? These are different than the prepared ones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Some of them are the same. Some of them are different. Oh, you said you were going to mix it up. Yep. Um, is that the one that's playing in Orlando? It is not. That's the Pro Bowl. That's the Pro Bowl. Yeah. See, I have no opinion about sports whatsoever unless okay. it relates to something, to something else going on that in, I like, Yeah, which is Orlando. But, you know, I have nothing against sports either in general. I'm going to say here today, why not? Sure. It's And Football's it is being great. played in Tampa. Oh, okay. So, so it's still in Florida. Yeah. And one of the big questions coming up is, can we eventually host a game like this? Mm. So we're doing, we are doing the Pro Bowl. We did the ACC title game. Um, we obviously have a number of bowl games that happen here. Yeah. And College so, bowl games. yeah, yeah. But what we, I think everybody really wants to work towards is doing a national title game like this one. So hopefully we can do that in the future. All right. How do you feel about here today or gone tomorrow, Generation X? I like Generation X. Yeah. I like, well, I like what they apparently 
are. <laughs> oh, okay. What what are we apparently? I don't know. I've heard like different things about all the generations, but I think the one thing about Generation X that I hear a lot is their anti-establishment and yeah, that's really what I remember. So Yeah, but now we're hitting our today. we're hitting our late thirties and early forties. I'm saying we because I'm yeah, relatively Yes, on the I also side. didn't want to offend you. Yeah, so. thanks, thanks. I appreciate that. So now we're becoming more establishment, I think. So you're gonna have to watch out for us. Hmm. Remember, you can't trust anybody over thirty. But I thought once you, you know, said a generation was one thing, it has to stay that way. Oh, it can't it can't be fluid at all? I don't once know. Once you start because I'm I'm sorry. The millennials do not have a very positive description about them for the most part. I just don't know. I who, totally disagree with that personally. But who makes the rules about what generations are and aren't? I don't know, but I would like to know. Okay. Who decides? So let's do some research into that. Okay. okay. So how about LASIK eye surgery? Yeah, here today. You're in for it's it. Great. Did you do Science. it? No. No. Do you want laser shot at your eyes? I can't say I do, but if. <laughs> had an eye problem i, I would say that i do you know i would want to have lasers fix it uh, and i'm not getting it because i think the glasses make me look smarter personally well i have a friend who's actually legally blind and her eyes are not fixable oh, and she really? wishes yeah. so much that she yeah, could yeah. get the surgery but so, i don't know what you know, so if going I did on in it, her eyes but let's say if i did it i would have to wear these same glasses just without the lenses because oh, okay. i still want to appear right you know, smart Right. All right. So this is sort of uh, something that's going on in Florida. How do you feel about colonizing Mars? Mm, SpaceX. Yeah. I am so for it yep. today. Yes. So um, do we're going to have to colonize Mars. Do I want to go? Possibly. But, okay. If the opportunity arose, I mean, how cool would that be? If they to Mars? say you're going on the first flight, what do you maybe say? Not the first, <laughs> maybe not the first one. I'll go, I'll go three and up. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, you know, the upgrade on your iPhone. It's like, you don't want to do it too soon. Oh, you're not an you early adopter. Wait for the bugs wait, to be. Gotcha. Fixed. Gotcha. That's smart. That's smart. See, millennials, smart. Uh, how about solar power? How do you feel about uh, the sun giving us energy? Yeah. Here today for okay. solar power. So you're a bit of a hippie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. I, Good. Yeah. I like solar power. All right. Well, we live in, you know, a state with a lot of sunshine. We should come up with a catchy phrase for that. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So we'll work on that. Snapchat. You know, here today. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, I had to download Snapchat because my little brother who is beyond millennial status, he's in the generation that hasn't been named yet, mm -hmm. doesn't communicate in any other way. He only Snapchats. I'll text him. No response. Call him. No response. Facebook. He's not on it. I had to get Snapchat. Just to be able to have to a talk conversation. To my little brother. Interesting. Talk about weird generations. Interesting. Let's talk about whatever they are. I don't know. <laughs> this is exactly the same reaction we had to millennials. Yeah. Uh, so how do you feel about that in terms of like his future opportunities or his, you know, does, do you feel like he's going to be at a loss to be able to communicate later on, whether it's at college or whether it's in the workplace or things of that nature? Um, you know, I think there's going to be like pros and cons just like with any you know, you communicate one way or you communicate this way. Mm -hmm. He'll probably do well as uh, <laughs> more of his generation grows up and some of the generations behind him and he'll sure. be more adaptable. And But, you know, talking to older generations is always going to be a challenge. So maybe, hey, just think about this. It's not a bad business idea for now, but it might be in the future. How to talk to the older generations. 
Because mm. here's the thing. The baby boomers was a huge generation. Generation X is actually a really big one. I think it's actually bigger than uh, the boomers. And I can't remember how big millennials are. I think so, they're the biggest. Yeah. So you're going to have to be able to talk to this older generation. So let's offer some classes around this. Mm. Little certificate, an online certificate. No, an in-person certificate because we actually have to I think have to it learn. would have to be a Snapchat degree. Like you would just, you know, download Snapchat and it would be like one of the news things. And you just click so through it and it teaches you. Okay, we're to... writing this down, Snapchat degree. Yep. I'm stealing this, by the way. No problem. Okay. <laughs> And that's how I came up with my billion-dollar idea. Other people. So moving back to here today or gone tomorrow, how do you feel about zombies? You know, zombies can be good and bad depending on what okay, <laughs> they're so let's, doing. Let's split it up into two happening. things. How do you feel about zombies in popular culture? Do you like zombie movies, zombie yes. TV shows? Here today. Okay. Here today for zombies. So popular, are you a Walking Dead fan? You know, I started watching it and just didn't get through it. Mm-hmm. But... um. I don't blame the show. I just blame like my attention span. Okay, very good. So if it was on Snapchat, you would watch it. <laughs> I. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm making fun. Uh, okay, so how about the zombie, the eventual zombie apocalypse? Right. How do you feel about that? You know, I, I'm going to be gone tomorrow for that. Yeah, well, That's we're all going to be gone, right? gone tomorrow. To- yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so I think that fits. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to hide in a corner. I'm not good at right. survival stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I probably am going to find an island and hopefully it has enough guns and food and just coconuts. Yeah. Okay. So this was a big news. We'll probably touch on this a couple of times, but you work at the EDC. This was some interesting business yes. news. For those of you out there who don't know what I'm the sorry, EDC thank you. it's yes. the Orlando Economic Development Commission. Thank you very yes. much. Of course, I've been here forever, so I know what all the acronyms stand <laughs> yep. for. I apologize. Thank you for that. Uh, the limited. How do you feel? about that store and how do you feel about not having uh, those stores anymore? They're going fully online. They're closing down all their mall shops. Well, I'm just now finding out about this. Am I breaking news for you? Yeah. That's <laughs> wow. awesome. I don't usually shop there. Yeah, you know, I am here today for the concept of stores going online. That's mm-hmm. kind of cool. I like that. Yeah. If it, that's their business strategy. I kind of want to see what happens. Well, I think they were forced into that. So they had about 250 stores left. And so, yeah, they were huge in the 90s, basically. Everybody would have limited. It was, you know, relatively well-priced stuff that you could wear at work, that you could wear at night, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So they just can't compete in the malls anymore. Okay. Uh, How do you feel about this? So maybe you're not an early adopter, but maybe you are for this driverless Uber. Yes. Um, here today, uh, here today. Yeah. Yeah. So you would just hop in like, so right now they're testing it. They still have like a backup driver. So there's nobody in the driver's seat, but there's somebody in the, in the passenger seat. That's an Uber employee that can take over. Mm -hmm. But eventually like they using whose cars are they using? Oh, I don't um, remember. It surprised me. It was like a Ford or I think it was like an American brand car. I was expecting like Tesla or yeah, 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 yeah. or those, like a Toyota yeah. or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But um, I, I would, I would do it. So just there's nobody in the car. You would just hop right in. Well, you know, I that's the thing with I've become more comfortable trusting companies since I did my business degree. Because if you think about it, you know, if they're gonna if they're gonna do something, they're not trying to kill people. They they don't want people to die. That's just a bad business model. Right. No, not as, not as bad as some of mine, but yeah, still pretty bad. But 
Well, the the conspiracy theory, right? Like this idea that there's they're doing this for a specific reason, or that oh. you know, no, 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 no. I'm saying that's it's good that you're not there because you know, having done a business degree myself, uh, the masters here at Rollins College, you know, I see it for what it is. They want a profit, so they're not going to make something bad. They're not going to make something that's. Well, I hadn't heard the conspiracy theory, so now oh, I'm, I'm kind of interested. There's all sorts of conspiracy, not oh. about driverless uh, cars or anything, but oh. I just mean in general, about like robots this, taking yeah, over. Yeah, there's this mistrust of right. things and that sort of stuff. I don't think we're there yet. Yeah, no. And if they do, it's probably better. Probably. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, they're nice. They're nice. Robots are but great. The, the big thing with uh, well, so the the possible conspiracy theory with driverless Uber is the algorithm. Right. It's like that concept of, OK, you're going to get into an accident. You can swerve this way and hit one person. You can swerve this way. Mm, and the hit three ethical people. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of how they program. Exactly. Exactly. Mm, I think robots would probably be better at making those decisions than <laughs> okay. people. But All right. So it would be the people programming their ethics that you'd have to worry Amanda's about. Amanda's ready to put her life. Into the hands of robots. I got that. Mm. But you hate zombies. Interesting. Interesting. All right. So it's January. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. How do you feel about New Year's resolutions? They don't work, but I'm still for them here today. They make you kind of think about what you're planning to do. Actually, what I like better than New Year's resolutions is um, like kind of creating a theme for the year Mm -hmm. instead of a resolution. So like maybe your theme is just knowledge and you're goal is just to read more Yep. or you know your theme is just mindfulness so you're going to try to do more yoga or you know things that revolve around a theme and that's easier than saying I'm going to read like a hundred books or something which I set my goodreads if you use that app yeah. to, uh, last year my reading challenge was a hundred books and I read 20 so <laughs> it was kind of a little disappointing at the end of the yeah, year. Yeah, because you, you get there and you're like, oh, I didn't do this. I guess the other part is, you know, when you make that commitment, one of the interesting things that one of my guests did was he was going to write about Les Miserables, uh, which has 365 chapters. So what he was going to do is write about a chapter every day. And he committed to that without having read the book first. <laughs> and what was interesting about that, it was, you know, some of the chapters were longer, some of the chapters were shorter, but the book itself wasn't just about the French resolution, Revolution. He also, the, the author, uh, went into a lot of detail about the, the sewer system in France and, and in Paris in the 1800s and things like that. So it was very interesting to, to, and he did it. He did one post a day. And because he was doing it on Facebook, because he committed to it early on. Oh, yeah, that's a big part. Yeah, you yeah, have all these people is, kind of keeping yeah, you honest about it. So yep. that's something to consider the there as well. The peer pressure of yep. keeping your resolution. All right. Early adopter, Amanda, virtual reality. Yes, here today. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like it. Although, I feel like it's just a fill-in until we get the retina implants that project out the reality you know, the, the virtual reality in front of us. Because or they just plug the back of the are, head. Or, yeah, the back of the yeah. head, like the Matrix, yeah. Because, like, they're bulky. Um, you look goofy if you're wearing them. Yeah, and, I mean, you're interacting with something that you can only see. Other people can't really see it, although right. I guess they'll find a way to connect them eventually. Yeah, this is the first step into the long line of either right. zombie or virtual reality apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right, good. Speaking of apocalypse, how do you feel about energy drinks? 
Yeah, here today. Yeah. I like energy drinks. I'm not too scared of what goes into them. Although sometimes it's a little <laughs> concerning when you read the back of a label. Uh, yeah, that's why I don't read the back of the labels right. anymore. Yeah, just, I feel you know, like... You look at the front of the package. And yeah, the what is and the nice. most pretty? Uh, what's on sale? Mm-hmm. Um, and what do I think won't kill me? Right, it won't kill you. Yeah. Well, after about four of them, I feel like I might want to die. Well, they tested on rats, so, you know. If you drink enough of anything, you're going to die. What? Yeah. Even water. Did you know what? that if you drink? Yeah. That's not true. That can't be true. Is that true? Yeah. Okay. The Even alcohol? I'm not sure about alcohol. I'm pretty sure if you drink well, too much alcohol, Well, they tested cigarettes on rats, but they still do. So I wouldn't be surprised. I can just see Ratatouille. Just, I mean, he's in France, right? Like, right. he's just smoking. I'm surprised they didn't add that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Disney. Yeah. Uh, I'm cooking all these. I know he didn't have a French accent, but now I'm giving Patton Oswalt a French accent. So let's move on because that's awful. Theme parks here today or gone tomorrow. Here today. I love theme parks. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we live in Orlando, so. How about professional wrestling? Yeah. um, With the sports. I don't really (laughs) care so much myself, but here today for the people that enjoy wrestling. Yeah. You don't think you get into it because it's basically just a soap opera with. Right. Yeah. I saw the South Park episode on the wrestling, the wrestling. And that's nice. I think if it was more of like that, I would probably enjoy it more. Okay. So if you had more of the behind the scenes. If they weren't touching or fighting at all, if they were just kind of like. Okay. There's a play. Just. All right. Yeah. So these in guys. In wrestling outfits. Acting. Yeah. In wrestling outfits. That'd be cool. I mean, it's very um, intriguing. I'm going to move off of that right now. Uh, how about 90s nostalgia? I mean, yes, because I grew up in the 90s. Right. So here today for that. Yeah. So you love 90s nostalgia. Music, movies, the television shows. Now, you're into some pretty uh, modern, like on your show, you will play some, for the most part, some pretty modern music, right? You know, the music in the 90s, eh. It's not great. It's not great. It's not. Yeah, it's very, it's basically still the holdover from the 80s where it has sort of a single sound and Yeah, I'm not sure what was happening in the the 90s, like, because I... I don't record know much labels. about, yeah. Yeah, record labels industry. still controlled everything, so right. they found something that worked and they kept mm. doing it. Yeah, that's basically how it seems like because now, you know, with the technology and everyone having a studio in their basement, like music is just taking off like, yep. in so many different directions. Yep. There's so many genres now that it's insane. I'm with you. Like you I learn a new genre almost every day. Just like listening what? to this radio station. Like what? Like shoegaze is a genre of music. Yeah. Let's um, let's let's do a shoegaze show. Cool. Okay. But we'll have to be super chill. Like we can't have any mm-hmm. coffee, right? Um, I'm not sure how it works. Okay. Exactly. We'll do some research on that. Okay. okay. How about comic book movies? Yeah. You know, I never really read comic books, so I'm glad they made movies out of them because now you're more familiar with everybody. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember when this kicked off. I think it's during the holidays, but it is we're fully ensconced in this award season. We have the Golden Globes last night. How do you feel about award season? And I have to say it like that with my hands because I feel like that's the right way awards. to do it. Awards. Um, I don't really understand it, but, and I don't watch it, but I'm still for it, I guess, if I it exists. Feel, I feel like if you don't watch it and you're not for it, that's a gone tomorrow. 
But I don't have anything against it. I mean, no, I actually tried to watch it last it's, night, and because like something popped up on my phone, like my phone tells me what to do. Sometimes. Right? No, as we all do. Right? Yeah. My phone just knows what I'm doing, and it yep. was like Global Awards, Golden Globes, and I couldn't find the channel. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it was NBC, but I just couldn't find it, so I started watching Sherlock. Instead. Okay, so I don't want you to think this is things that I love or things that I hate. It's just. I guess I, oh, I oh, like it. Oh, for me it. personally. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. This is you. Okay. This is Amanda. Right. Gone we wanna tomorrow. Know we want to know you better. Okay, perfect. I just, yeah. All right. How do you feel about drones? Yeah, here today. Love here. drones. Drones you are love, cool. They're cute, right? Yeah. I love seeing drone footage because it's just like so unique. And I like, like to watch it all day. Yeah. That and the NASA stuff from like just orbiting the earth mm -hmm. round and round. I could just stare at that. Yeah. I love yeah. the footage. I love watching it. Okay. And how about flip-flops? Yeah, I live in, we live in Orlando. We have to love flip-flops. Okay. I mean, I don't know who invented the flip-flop, but they were brilliant. I so. think it was um, Charles Flip. Yeah. And uh, his partner, Henry Flop. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I they were brilliant. I don't know if they named it after them or the name came later. So yeah, that I, I don't know. But. All right, last question. You've done excellent. Wow. But this is the one that will determine how you really did. It all comes down to this. So that last didn't 19 matter. The questions 19 didn't were matter. just they warm were, up for yep. this question. You ready? Okay. Cobbler. As in the shoemaker or the Good dessert? Question. The dessert. Yes. Here today, cobbler, cobbler. is amazing. Yep. Yeah, my grandma makes the best cobbler. Oh, really? She actually gave me the recipe over So why didn't holidays. you bring any? Um... I'm not big in cooking, but, uh -huh. you know, when I talk to my grandma, I pretend like I cook everything and that nice. I'm, yeah, really nice. good at cooking. And so she gives me all these recipes and then I just kind of put them then in my kitchen drawer and, and go to order Trader Joe's. Uber Eats. Yeah. And, okay. Yeah. Good. Mm -hmm. Follow up question. Cobbler or pie? Oh, cobbler all the way. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's it's like good. all crumbly on the top. Yeah. 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 Okay. I, now yeah. I'm starving. Let's go. Okay, so we're going to play a song. Why don't we, while it's playing, why don't we go grab some uh, cobbler from somewhere? Can right. somebody bring us, if anybody's listening, mm -hmm. <laughs> it's a big if, yep. uh, can you bring us some cobbler? We would like some cobbler. Do you have yes, a preference? Uh, blueberry, please. Blueberry, uh, I'll take peach. Yeah. We are in the basement of the Mills building at Rollins College, <laughs> in case you... We're just kidding. Let's play some, some Kishibashi with Bright Waves on WPRK. Winter Park, Florida, the best in basement radio, and the voice of Rollins College. Kishibashi. Kishibashi. I love Kishibashi. I really like him, He's too. He's an amazing violinist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually and, saw him at the social when he came uh, to Orlando. Uh, when was that? A year ago. I missed that. Yeah, he's oh. awesome. You got to tell me when these things are happening. I we know, weren't friends then. We were, I don't know that we're friends now, but still. We're friends you should, now. Oh, we are. Okay, Not okay. Facebook friends, though, because yeah. you still haven't accepted I My don't Facebook I don't friend Facebook friend with people. I'm on Facebook for two. Okay, so good morning. You're listening to A Certain Degree. My name is Nick. My special guest this week is Amanda Roche. Thank you for being here, Amanda. You're very welcome. Uh, so I don't Facebook. So I'm on it because work requires me to be so I can do like ads and stuff. And then the WPRK DJ Facebook groups so that I can see if anybody needs a fill-in or something like that. Mm. Please don't take it personally. Nope. I am following you on Twitter, I think, or not, and maybe Instagram. Okay. 
Okay. Yeah, Are we good? We're good. Okay. Are you sure? Yep. You, you have these angry, angry eyes. <laughs> You're very emotive through your eyes. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. No. Well, I didn't mean that as a compliment. Oh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. That was a compliment. Hey, so Amanda. Yes. You have a show on WPRK. Yes, You've I do. You've had a show for quite a while. How long have you been doing the radio? Yes. So, well, I've worked at PRK since my sophomore year at Rollins. Oh, so, wow. So 2010. Yeah. Yep. And I uh, didn't get my show until senior year of college. I was always kind of a little nervous about, you know, being on the FM waves. It's a big deal. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I did Pandemonium uh, senior year, and I've kind of always been at a different day and time spot. So I've almost done every day. I did Tuesdays two to four, and then I did Thursdays two to four, and then I graduated, took a hiatus, came back um, a year and a half ago, two years ago, and did uh, Friday nights from 11 to 1 a.m., and that was really fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, being here until 1 a.m. is really interesting. Uh, and now I am Wednesdays from 7 to 9 p.m., okay. which is fun. And you've been uh, superseded a couple of times, not superseded, but preempted by the basketball game. So you probably haven't, you haven't done a show in a while. Right. Yeah. I've been kind of on a little break because basketball season is, is in full in season swing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Full, full uh, three point. No, I, I can't want to say like analogy. they're in heat, but that's not a thing. That's not that's good not at sports. all. Wow. Right. Yeah. You don't know anything about sports. I, yeah. Okay. So what I wanted to, I kind of wanted to segue talking about music and your DJ name is DJ Panda. Yes. So do you have, let me ask you this, because I, I, I started doing radio and I got bit by the bug and I really enjoyed doing it. Mm-hmm. And it really helped teach me how to talk because I was very incredibly introverted. And luckily I got to do it uh, slowly. I got to do like new stuff and I pre-recorded stuff and then I got to go on the air and so how has that helped you in terms of being able to go out there and talk to people and being able to go out there and not have as much fear of uh, speaking in front of people? Or has it helped? Yeah, it definitely has helped. I'm also an introvert. So uh, being on the radio, it makes you really think about how you are projecting yourself and, mm-hmm. you know, even just the way you're speaking and I mean, I've tried out a lot of different radio personalities and that's kind of the fun thing about college radio is like every time I would switch a time slot, I'm like, ooh, I could be, you know, hipster DJ and just talk like I'm really bored all the time. Or I could try to be animated and be kind of like DJ Mo and Whitney Costner, if you're familiar with the station mm-hmm. or more, you know, kind of animated and fun. So, uh, you know, I, I still feel like I haven't really found like the perfect radio personality fit still feel like every show I kind of go into it and I'm like, uh, how do I feel today? Right, <laughs> you know, how do right. I want to be? Am I going to be super excited about the music I'm playing? Am I going to be like, okay, here's music. But I've always done a music formatted show. So yeah. Um, sometimes I'll have guests on and it, it does kind of bring you out of your comfort zone a little bit when you're interviewing guests because, you know, you have to make sure that they are not too uh, nervous and you have to kind of get them out of their shell, even yeah, though yeah. you're kind of like, oh, yeah. you know, I... It takes effort for me to be out of my shell, so. Right, right. Yeah, I like that. Well, let me ask you, has, the, has your music choices and the music uh, sort of approach that you have to picking your songs, has that always been the same? Uh, that has changed completely since I started working at PRK. That's, okay. I think, one of the best things that came out of working at a college station. You know, we get 
so much new music every month and like we cycle through it so fast that I, you know, I remember you kind of always go back to your favorite songs, right? Over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. And that just changed for me completely after working here. Like if I'm listening to a song that I've heard five times, I'm already bored of it. Like I'm sick of it. I need to be listening to new music. So it's almost like your brain gets trained to enjoy listening to something you've never heard before. Right. Which you I get, think is uh, good. You get musical ADD is the way I would describe it yeah. after working at the radio right. station. Like, yeah. I, I don't know the last time I've listened to an entire album. Right. Um, I don't think I could anymore. I still do, actually. Do you? I, um, yeah. I used to listen to CDs in my car all the time. Yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah. I'll get in the mood. And, of course, I just put it on via Spotify. I don't actually have any CDs anymore. <laughs> but I'll just go to an artist and find their album. Oh, because nice. there's something about listening to an artist's entire album because it's like the way they they meant it to be. Oh, right. And they, see, I don't know if they do that anymore, if that happens really? a lot anymore. Yeah. So I look back at albums that were put together like, you know, the one for me, I think that was the most thoughtful probably that I heard. And because it happened at a meaningful time in my life, too, was U2's The Joshua Tree. So this is late 80s. I mean, this is a long time ago, but it was put together in a very specific way. Mm. Uh, and so I don't know that I, if I picked up a well, CD Well, that's probably now, because you haven't been listening to albums. I probably. Yep. But I think so they still do. I think they, I might be a little bit of a snob there. So thank you. Together. Thank you for calling me up. Yeah. So let me let me segue this because I think that when you put together a playlist, when you're when you're DJing, basically when you're doing this, you have to, uh, or ultimately, what's nice about doing it, and what's nice about the way that some people do it, especially on WPRK is there's a through line to it. There's a theme to it. There's a story behind the way they're doing it. And I know it's not art. Like, I'm not a musician. And I know it's not art, technically. But I really do feel like I'm trying to tell a story by the songs that I put together. And so, do you feel the same way? You know, I don't really think of it much as a story. Um, or setting I, a mood, maybe, yeah, or something along those a, lines. Yeah, a mood. Yeah. You know, I always try to come to WPRK with the knowing that our audience isn't necessarily completely tuned into listening to two hours of absolutely new music that they've never heard before in their life. And it is totally indie and a little bit weird. And so I've always kind of come to my playlist in a way that I want to introduce listeners to new music, but also, um, you know, give them something that's a little bit more familiar, but that, you know, they might immediately like and mm -hmm. then try to switch that with things that they might not immediately like. But, you know, you've always you've already given them the benefit of the doubt by playing something, you know, that they like. So they're like, mm, maybe I could, you know, start to like this, too. So nice. uh, that's kind of how I approached it. But so, I like the idea of doing a story. In a well, playlist. in a way, you already are. In a way, you are trying to tell a story of, you know, existing music and new music mm -hmm. and trying to bring them in. So that's interesting. So how do you approach? OK, so picking songs is one thing. You're also a photographer and a painter. So is that your but you did a business degree. You had a minor in economics. Yeah, so I've done a little your, bit of everything. Your creative outlet, right? Like right. Is, is that radio and painting and photography? And how do you approach that? Yeah, I, uh... I don't really approach it like it approaches me, you know, like when I feel like I want to do something and 
I've always... well, you can't just be creative whenever you feel like it? No. Oh, that's weird. I know. It is weird. <laughs> I mean, I wish it worked like it's that. really not. That's yeah. exactly how it works for everybody. Right. And I, I love just trying new things. So I, I feel like it's a way to, yeah, it's an outlet, but it's also something that you just, like music at least, just always doing it. Mm-hmm. Just, I'm like always thinking of a playlist that I want to make or a theme or something like that. Well, it's that. easy to listen to it because it's somebody else's, you know, they're they're producing it. Right. Um, yeah. But when you have to produce it yourself, you know, you have to wait for that muse. You have to wait for that inspiration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, I wish I knew a magic answer to how to get inspired. I'm going to keep asking people until I find that magic answer. Yeah, that's what I figured. And the one. Yeah, I can't help you, but uh, good luck uh, with your next guest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they know <laughs> the magic. You have to have the magic. Uh, no, no, no. That's good. Uh, so what are you working on now in terms of photography? Is there something you want to get better at? Is there something you want to do specifically? Or is it just as the mood strikes? I am working on landscape photography specifically. I found this awesome guy who does tutorials and he goes to Iceland and New Zealand and just, you know, has this mega camera and all this equipment and, and he goes into post-processing and Photoshop and I've been learning a lot with Photoshop. So yeah, it's just like, people are so good at things. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm not that good at a lot of things, you know? So sometimes it's kind of a challenge for me to, I'm like, I just want to stick with this one thing and be really good at it. Mm -hmm. But I don't think I've found that like perfect thing yet. Elia Licardi is photographer and he's amazing. So if anyone is interested in landscape photography and wants to get better at it, he's got some really great tutorials. I think you have to buy them though. But Okay. Yeah. And if I were to give advice, and I'm not the type to give advice because I think that if you're going to give advice, you should also take it. Okay. And I'm terrible and at taking at my own advice. Okay. Yeah. But one of the things that I might say if I did give advice is that it's not as important as you getting to a point where you're super good at something as the journey to get there. I like that. Yeah. 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 I just went super deep. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to stop. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's play another song and then we're going to come back and we're going to do a pop culture and current event quiz. And so next hour, we got a lot of stuff to cover. It's already, I'm scared for this quiz. I don't think I'm going to get anything right. Almost done. By the way, for the first hour. For the first hour? Yeah. You know, I'd probably be waking up right now. Yep. Yeah. And now you can wake up on the Maybe air. Maybe some with, of our listeners are listeners. waking up right now. Yeah. Good morning. Hello. Hello. So nice to see you again. I can't see anybody. No. Yeah. My parole officer said I have to disclose <laughs> that. Okay. So we're going to play Andrew Bird. This is a live version of Measuring Cups on WPRK, Winter Park, Florida, the best in basement radio and the voice of Rollins College. Oh, thanks, everybody, for clapping for me. And that also makes me hungry because I start thinking about fingerling potatoes, which I think is a thing, right? Yes. Amanda Roche is here today. You're listening to a certain degree. Thank you, Amanda, for being here. You're welcome. Almost at the end of the first hour, Amanda. Mm. You're almost free. Mm. Do you have to work after this? Of course. Oh, I'm sorry. No, that's okay. All right. Well, at least I get you. You know, you will have accomplished more by 9 o'clock this morning than most people will by 930. I feel good about that. Okay. It's good. a good Monday. Start good, good. off the week right. So let's start off the week with a pop culture and current event quiz. You're going to do great. I'm nervous. Okay. Don't be nervous. Okay. There's no grades. It's just me judging you silently with my eyes. That's what I'm nervous about. Oh, okay. Uh, 
Okay. We lost uh, someone uh, late last year who was very important to all of us, Carrie Fisher. And uh, so she was uh, buried along with her mom this past week. And her ashes will be stored in a very special urn. What is it shaped like? Is it A, a Prozac pill, B, a lightsaber, or C, a Prozac pill? This is really tough. Yeah. Do I get like time on the clock or? Do you want to call a friend and uh, do all that? Do you want to? Does our phone go outgoing or Uh, is it only? I think so. Do you want to call somebody? (sighs) I wouldn't know who to call. Okay, fair enough. I'm just going to give it a guess and say a lightsaber. It is actually a Prozac pill. Oh my God, no way. Yeah, so she had a history of uh, mental health issues. Um, And so in a weird sort of way, Uh, this is her family's way. This was one of her favorite things in her house was this oversized Prozac pill. She thought it was the funniest thing. And so they they are going to store her ashes in there. Oh, so it's something that she had. Oh, yeah. Before. Yeah. And, you know, they in a weird sort it. of way, remind people that mental health issues are real. And she that was some bipolar. People struggle. I think so. Yeah. Yes. I remember, I think, reading about. And she was pretty much the coolest person ever. Yeah. Yeah. That's sad. All right. This happened last week, throwing my entire world into disarray and making me question everything that I've ever been told. A new report from the medical community strongly recommends that we stop doing what? Is it A, getting flu shots, B, using Q-tips, or C, stop drinking our sadness away? Wow. You're making these really tough. Yep. Is it Q-tips? Because that I use Q-tips all the time. It is Q-tips. So is, the American Academy wow. of Otolaryngology, the Head and Neck Surgery Foundation, Uh, published an updated set of guidelines for what you're supposed to do with your ears. And so I didn't even know there were guidelines for what you're supposed to do with your ears, but there are. And so what they say is, you know, your ear will take care of itself. You can clean the outside, but if you're sticking the Q-tip in there, what you're doing is basically just pushing the wax up against your eardrum. This is just unfortunate because my boyfriend tells me this all the time because he went to full sale and did it. Well, he had to do recording arts and audio classes and he has been telling me this for years, and now I believe it. <laughs> you just get into that there's habit. There's a study. Well, because I told this. you, this is going to be weird if you this tell your boyfriend. scientific. Yeah, yeah. I may have just made it up, but for the most part, it's true. No, I guess they teach you that at Full sale, like um, how to professionally clean your ears, which is a thing, I guess. Huh. So you can actually get, like pay someone to just shoot water in your ears very oh, fast sounds... to clean it. It's kind of painful. But like if your career is in listening to things, yeah, yeah. mixing music and sound, then you have to have like the best, cleanest ears. See, what's weird about that, though, is the the reason for the wax, um, which is also known as serenum or something like that, is so that stuff doesn't get in your ears that shouldn't be in there. So it basically serves the same purpose as mucus in your nose. So if you clean it out entirely, that's actually not good either. Hmm. Interesting. That is interesting. Interesting. We're doing everything wrong with our ears. Yes. Basically. Uh, okay. I, and I heard flossing isn't. Flossing is useless. To flossing everything. I think I'm is, gonna still keep using Q-tips. I'm not gonna lie. It, my ears just feel better after. I know like, that feeling, that yeah, weird tingly feeling just like that flossing. you get. I'm just gonna keep doing it. Okay, Maybe fine. Change mind. I, look, I can't control anything that you do. I'm just telling you what doctors say. Right. 
All right, so let's move into the Gulf of Mexico. There are some very small and very endangered porpoises called vaquitas in the Gulf of Mexico. They're super cute. Uh, what group recent, but they're super endangered, super like there's 60 left, they think. So what group recently announced they'd be joining an effort to help find and capture the vaquitas to help them. So they're going to like try to breed them and that stuff like that. That is the cutest name too. Yeah. Isn't it? Vaquita. Vaquita. So is it, who's going to help the vaquitas? The cast of La La Land, which won a bunch of awards last night. Haven't seen it. The Miami Dolphins. Because obviously there's that synergistic time. Yep. dolphin. Uh, or specially trained Navy dolphins. Wow. I'll, I'm going to say La La Land. That sounds nice. fun. Yeah. No, that's the Navy dolphins. Oh. The Navy has actually trained a bunch of dolphins to for search and rescue missions to find stuff underwater. Mm-hmm. And so they're going to use four of those dolphins to help find the vaquitas. Oh, and help save them. And bring them in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Are help they going to bring them to SeaWorld? Because that's not a good no, idea. No, they're not going to bring... I don't think they're going to bring them okay. to SeaWorld, but right. uh, something along those lines. But they're going to help save them. But, you know, that almost led into a number of bad business ideas. Like, if you can specially train dolphins to find stuff, what else can you specially train well, dolphins yeah, to do? I, I, well, I've heard there's ethical issues with dolphins. Because, like, not only that, they were sniffing out bombs yep. in, like, World War II and... Yep. But like also, like, if you make them smarter, like, they could take over. Like, it's basically, yes. it's just, are we doing sentient right. robots that kill Douglas us? Douglas Adams already wrote about that. Right, yeah, because so all goodbye true. and thanks for all the fish. Yeah. Yeah. So there's only 60 of them left. They, and they're not being hunted directly. They're being caught in nets for another fish that's being hunted to extinction because the Asian market likes uh, or is into the, its gallbladder or something like that. Hmm. So it's it's pretty sad all the way around. Dolphins are one of my favorite animals. Dolphins are? Yeah, up yeah. there with pandas. Yeah. Probably top two. Dolphins, pandas. Are manatees on there? No. Okay, good, because I, look, silent killers, the manatees. Let's just leave it at that. Malls aren't doing, one last question, this is local. Malls aren't doing well lately. I don't know if you knew this. Sorry to break this to you. Uh, all the limited stores, as we talked about earlier, closed. Macy's just closed down 68 stores. Not doing well. But what local mall just declared bankruptcy? Was it Artigan, Fashion Square, or the Oviedo Marketplace? Oh, this makes me sad. I think it's Artigan. No, Artigan is for sale. Okay, but it's not bankrupt. But it's not It's Good. not declaring bankruptcy. I like it was, the Artigan. Yeah, it's yeah. really cool. It's nice. Uh, Fashion Square. Really? So they did it to protect themselves because they're still going to move forward with all their redevelopment plans and Good. construction plans. Okay. And I didn't realize it's the second biggest retail center in Central Florida. I so, didn't know that yet. Yeah. Either. No. So they're planning to put in a lot of sometimes stuff. Sometimes I forget that declaring bankruptcy isn't as bad as you as think. Just going it's like, out. It's of sometimes business. just yeah. like filing a paper. Yeah, with yeah, yeah. The government We're to do say this so I can't pay my taxes for a little bit, but I'm going to pay you back later. Right. Exactly. Right. So they're going to figure it out. They're they have very Good. ambitious plans for a hotel. Yes. Uh, if you've been over there lately, store. you've seen all that stuff. When I love going a steakhouse, I think. Yep, I love going just for the food truck roundup. Oh yeah, yeah, on Sundays. Yep. Okay, so let's play a song, and then we're going to have some commercials, and then we're coming back with Bad Business Ideas, with more about Amanda's college experience, more about the Ambassador program mm-hmm. from the you economic... get to find out what an Ambassador is. Yes. I know you guys have all been waiting. Orlando Economic Development Commission, or EDC. EDC. I like to use air quotes on the radio because I don't think they come through, and so nobody judges me. 
So let's play. Uh, let's go with our food theme. Continue with our food theme. Not that we were doing that, but now that I'm thinking about it, measuring cups, bright waves, uh, skateboarding saves me twice. Really, only one of those songs had anything to do with food. Yeah, I'm not sure what you're talking about. Last of the International Playboys with Pass the Couscous on WPRK, Winter Park, Florida. The Forgotten Souls Brass Band with Sissy Strutt from their album Don't Forget Them on WPRK, Winter Park, Florida. That is a band that's firmly ensconced in the NOLA tradition of music, New Orleans. Uh, Amanda Roche is my special guest this week. Amanda, thank you. Hello, for being hello. Here. Are you a big fan of uh, New Orleans brass band? That's I like music? it. Yeah. yeah. A lot of funk, a lot of uh, other stuff going on. Mm-hmm. I love Not New in Orleans. here. Not a lot of funk in here. No, there's um, no funk in here. Well, it's a little, it's a college radio station, so it's a little funky. It's always funky. I mean. All right. And moving on. Uh, so we do at the beginning of hour number two, we do a little thing called bad business ideas. I've been thinking about, Amanda, I just want to throw this This is out my there. favorite part of the show, I have to I say. I appreciate that. But I'm thinking about rebranding this section um, because I really want to talk to people. I really want people to think that I'm a good business consultant because I want them to hire me to help them with their business ideas. Because what I think I do is I take an idea that's already out there and I improve it. Mm. So like, for example, one of the ideas that I had, I don't know if you've listened to the show way back in the day, is there are um, therapy animals, right? So what if we could deliver therapy animals by drone? So you want to rent a puppy for two hours because you're in a bad mood. It'll be delivered via mm -hmm. drone. So I think that's actually a pretty good idea other than the laws and the danger and the animal rights and all of that stuff, which I think can be worked through. Uh, so I think these are good ideas. So mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if you want to talk about off air. Maybe that's another thing that you do, because first of all, you're going to have to pick one of these ideas. Right. These are the meal I'm putting before you. There's two meals mm -hmm. and you're going to have to choose one. One is delicious and the other one is also delicious. So you really have to choose. I know it's so, hard. I can never pick when I'm listening. OK, I always put myself as the guest. I'm like, oh, which one? And now you are the guest. Yeah. And now, now you have to run have with to one of these. Okay. Amanda. May I call you Amanda? Sure. Great. Let me ask you something. Have you ever had a lucky or favorite t-shirt? Yes. One that you loved. It was from a concert or, you know, a quote from a TV show that you really liked. What ended up happening to them? They are in a trunk in my closet. Oh, okay. So you can't bear to get rid of them, mm -hmm, no, but they're I not can't. necessarily, you can't wear them wear day them. to day right. anymore. They yeah. Smell. So uh, they smell. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's interesting. I wore them too many times. Yeah. So they end up being maybe chore shirts, like you wear them to do yard work and stuff, but right. you can't necessarily get rid of them. Okay. So how do we save them? So I've seen like frames, like maybe mm -hmm. you could put, you could put a jersey in there, but maybe you could put a t-shirt. Quilts, people are doing right. quilts now. Quilts, yep. Maybe keep them buried in the closet like you're doing, never to be worn again. It's like, toy, but really it's like Toy Story 2 or 3. You're, you're putting them away and they don't get to live their lives. Maybe four. I think they're making a fourth one. Burn them maybe and have a ceremony at the beach and spread their ashes and none of your friends show up because they think of the dumb idea in the first place. Not that this happened to me. I'm just saying that's something. No, we're going to do something new. So this is the opportunity. You have all these shirts. People have all these shirts. They love them. They're from, they, they, they have special memories with these shirts. What do you think of when I say reclaimed wood? Like tables I'm pivoting and chairs. right now. Yep. And reclaimed wood walls, right? Mm 
So those were big. Now imagine if instead of plain old boring reclaimed wood walls, we took all your favorite memento shirts and clothing and wrapped the reclaimed wood with them. So basically you're creating a quilt of wood and you put that up on the wall and you can see all your favorite shirts. Let's say it's one, one of the walls in your house and you can see it anytime you want forever like on I display. Like and the, can we like embed the design of the t-shirt into the wall? So it's kind of like most oh, of so the I'm design saying, of the shirt. So you're actually wrapping the wood, the right. shirt around the wood. So it's going to be right. like some of it's going to be wood and you're going to see grain and some of it's going to be shirt and you're going to see, you know, the parts that you want to see, which is like maybe the logo or mm. maybe the, the like tour that. dates and like stuff that like that. Uh, and you know what? Before you answer, it's also good for, I'm still trying to convince you that this is a good idea. Oh, okay. Sorry. So you're so jumping. Chill. Yeah. Chill okay. out. My gosh. I don't know what to do with this kind of enthusiasm for my ideas. I, I might just hire you to work on the show. Uh, and it's good for the environment, right? Like that shirt may end up in the landfill, even if you donate it. So we're recycling your fashion in a fashion with compassion because it doesn't turn into trash in a landfill. Do you like that? Mm. That's rhyming. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the name of it is wall do respect because it's a lot of respect for your shirts and it has to do with the wall. All right. Idea number two. How's that so far? Do you have I any like questions? I like that idea a lot. Right. I have so many shirts. It's going to be amazing. Okay. Yeah. We have to, you have a big wall that we can do this on? I can find one. Okay. We'll just do it at work. Yeah. Like the entrance, the lobby Or somewhere at, at Rollins, you know, down in one of the basements of the building, they wouldn't okay. notice. Yeah. Perfect. So I've been reading about a trend in retail, uh, which is hurting right now, by the way, because we okay. talked about the earlier limited so closing down. two retail down. ideas. Uh, that's less of a that's less of a, a retail idea than more of a like almost an art installation. Okay, I feel like. so it's more art. Yeah, yeah, yeah I would say. Uh, so pop up stores, heard of these? Like, yes. What's your understanding of these outlets? Because I want to make sure I'm on the same page. So they find a location that's not currently in use, mm -hmm. and they bring in like a season or uh you know just material that they're not always selling and they open for a certain period of time and they pop up yeah so like a limited edition them. yeah yeah a little limited edition store and then so they close they go away the daily city does like a holiday one in soto and then there's a few others okay something i haven't seen pop-up stores set up almost like a hot dog cart. So usually, yeah, they go into spaces that aren't being rented, rented out for a month or a week or something like that. Mobile, though, easy to open, easy to take with them, take anywhere, immediately sell. Oh, like those places in the mall. In the yeah, middle of yeah, the mall. Like the carts, you take one of those but and you just yeah. put it on the street. Put it on the street. What Love if it. we take that concept, but we don't sell? What if we rent? So what we're looking at is, based on the context, renting certain things. So let's say it starts raining. Parasol stall sits up right outside a lobby of a, build, a busy building. Bring it back to the next parasol stall. You're heading into a movie. You're catching a flight somewhere. The We've Got You Covered cart has super comfy blankets that you can rent. Uh, let's say you're about to go out on a blind date. I don't know if you do this, if you ever do this. Find the upset, the Zapple cart to check out a taser until you make sure that he mm -hmm. or she is on or the open mace. Yeah. Either one. You might have forgot your mace. You're going to a museum with a friend or family member that doesn't really appreciate art. Rent a squirt bottle uh, at the fish out of water cart before you head in so you can spray them whenever they say something like. I think that's the name of a sushi food truck. It could be. Fish out of water? 
Yeah. Okay, so we'll change the name. This is going to okay. be. I don't listen, think they have a patent on it. Copyright. This is going to be up to you to figure this out. So the little oh, rental right, cart. Right. So you're going with okay. somebody. Let me say you 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 appreciate art. Yes. And you go to the whatever the gallery, the art store. I'm not sure what they're called. They don't days. let you bring spray bottles. They would if you'd have to hide it. Okay. From the. I'm glad you're thinking people. this far ahead. But your friend, the person you're with is going to go, oh, it's, I could have done that. Right. I want to spray. Like, mainly I want to hit, but I know I can't right. do that anymore. Um, but, yeah, so I spray Bad them. Bad friend. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so the name of the organization is Fits and Carts. That's the name of the parent company that licenses franchises of these little rental carts. And so it's bike share meets tiny houses meets contextual opportunities. So we might even be able to bring back Blockbuster. Who knows? Like right. just a bunch of VHSs on yeah. how, yeah, I mean, we can probably get, get those You want to get your vintage on and Saturday night and yep. you want a VHS. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not just the card itself. It's being at the right place at the right time, often without permission, because I'm not sure what the legality is. So maybe some cloaking technology for the cart. So mm -hmm. when the authorities do show up, you know, because I'm sure the movie theater doesn't want you renting blankets outside of the movie theater. Mm -hmm. uh, so you're going to need to be able to hide or predator you could just style. Always bring a scapegoat of someone that's breaking the rules more than you are. And then you can just be like, look at that guy. He's drinking on the sidewalk. And then you just leave quickly. So you hire somebody to uh, distract the officer. Yes. While you escape. While you leave. I feel like cloaking technology isn't really there yet. So that's a better idea. I yeah, like it. Until we get to the cloaking. Right, right, right. Point. So will they have the person that eventually has to escape as well? Will we rent them like a Batman we'll style grappling hook? We'll just find them on Craigslist. <laughs> yeah. And we'll tell them to. they have to have that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In order. No, we can rent it to them. Right. We oh, can rent it oh, to them. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> That'll so be one of our carts. It's grappling $20 hooks. Right. To, to sit there and distract <laughs> we'll sit outside the outside of banks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> with our grappling hooks and a flashlight. Okay, we will not do that. <laughs> No, no, nope. Oh, you took that one too far. All right, I, I like didn't where know you're you going. Take bad business ideas. I like. Well, well, we didn't know that. Yep. Yeah, no, you're right. That is a good idea. All right, good. So, Amanda, now, do you want to? Let me ask you this, because I know you have a bad business idea as well. <sighs> yeah, do you it's pitch not it? even close to as good as these. Uh, okay. Well, do you want to pitch it, and then you can decide between all three? Mine's very different, though. Okay. What is it? Okay, so you're a salesperson, right? I am. You work at, yeah. But in, oh, the, in this scenario, playing? yeah, in okay. this scenario. I love role playing. Yeah. So you're Nick. You're a very important salesperson. Can for, I be somebody else? Um, sure. I don't always like to be myself. Okay. Do you have a uh, alternate personality? Eduardo Perez. Okay, Eduardo. Yeah. So, Mr. Perez, you work at a very uh, large company that sells services to uh, banks and uh -huh. other large corporations. So you're in the business to business. Sector. Uh, yep. sector yep. yep I love it yeah so you who go wants to be business to consumer yeah consumers well, are gross yes so you're totally b2b and B2B. so yeah you okay so Eduardo Perez yep b2b b2b hates people apparently. you do hate people yes yeah. but you have to sell to these people right okay. and they're no I meant like consumers I like the b2b oh, people right yeah the heads of these large companies because yeah. you have to meet with them and sell your yeah. services yep. all the time, right? I love it. But you are smart and 
Thank you. Yeah. You would like to do your homework before you just go to meet with these very important people. I do. I love to do homework. I love to right. do research. And you like to go on to Facebook. Them. What I do Eduardo is I, likes to go on Facebook. Yep. I, and I hack their email. Oftentimes. No, no, you don't. No, no. I don't. Okay. No. I didn't you don't know hack how far their email. I okay. <laughs> you so just go, go on Facebook, Facebook yep, and Twitter to look, to look these people up because you want to know everything about them before sure. you meet with them, yeah. right? That's just good Business sales practices. Yeah. Right. I love it. But they're not on Facebook because uh, they're the heads of banks. And yeah, because large they don't they want to be sort of anonymous. They to an know extent. that you're looking them up, yeah. right? Yeah. So my company. Uh huh. What's it called? I don't have a name. Okay. I don't have a name for it. I, I was hoping you might help me with okay. the name. But so you call my company and mm -hmm. within a day or two, we give you a full report on everything you need to know about this person, mm -hmm. whether they have kids, whether they like to drink at dinner, because you're obviously taking them to very important dis dinner know, meetings. I want to know what they drink. I want to pre-order it. Yeah, yeah. Order them drinks. You know what to talk about. Get them a box of chocolates. What to wear. Yeah. What types of suits they like. Oh, so what color they yeah, hate. And you'll never have a bad meeting where they don't like you because you know everything about them. So are you going to collect this information by like staking them out and like maybe a little. So we don't disclose light, our methods. Beany, right. a little breaking and entering into their house to see. We don't disclose that what we it. do. Yeah. But we actually do most of our work online. So okay. let's pretend you're meeting with um, Terry. She's the head of realty at M&T Bank. Yep. And. Is this a real person? No. Okay, good. But she's not online anywhere, right? Not online. But she has a daughter named Julia. And Julia posts everything about her life on MySpace. Including stuff. On Jangra. Wait, Twitter. wait, wait, wait. MySpace? Yeah, she's still on MySpace, yeah. What is she's, wrong with Julia? I don't know. I want to dig in and learn a little bit more about Julia. No, no, this isn't. This is about Eduardo. Okay, I'm right. sorry. You're yeah. right. Yeah, so Eduardo doesn't know where this is coming from, but it's amazing. But there's a lot to be learned about people from their loved ones online. Huh. and I didn't think of that. Yeah, so. So I'm like, Amanda, you got to help me out. I got to meet with Terry, head of real estate from M&T Bank. I don't know anything about her. I kind of want to, you know, I don't want to woo her. Can I get the, the just short, what's the just short of wooing package? Right. I just want to be able to, you know, get her some stuff that she likes. Mm -hmm. You know, I, does she like candy? What kind of candy does she like? Is she allergic to anything? Uh, where has she gone recently? So I can be, mm -hmm. you know, just like, she seen? yeah, like, hey, yeah. have you seen this? Or, oh my gosh, I just got back from XYZ. Her favorite music. So you can have it queued up wherever you're yeah. meeting. This is super creepy. I like it. Yeah. I like it. So I was thinking something like something about VIPs. Yeah. Not stalking VIPs. No, but, it's not quite stalking. You know. It's just short of stalking. So I feel like it's, uh, we could call it something like uh, Big Brother. Mm -hmm. uh, this yeah. could be Big Sister because it would be, you would run the company. Right. Um, and you are a big sister. So I think that's, oh, I like that's that. accurate. There we go. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah. And big so sister. I like it. Okay, okay cool. So, I'll work on the jingle. It doesn't uh, have a jingle right now. Big sister, we're coming after you and we're going to sell your secrets and you're not going to know it and they're going to do it. Okay. That's we'll exactly that. what was in my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You just right. said it perfectly. Like it. Okay, so big sister is one idea. I like it. I think we can really run with that. I think by we, I mean you. Because right. obviously you're going to run with these ideas. Mm -hmm. 
So wall due respect. So the recycling of the shirts and to be included in reclaimed wood walls or uh, fits and carts, which mm. would be the rental carts that may be set up illegally, but will have a distraction technique. I have to say the fits and carts is an amazing idea because, and we're going to be in New York City and just in New York City specifically okay. because we're, we're going to start there or we're going to just be in NYC. Uh, we're going to start there. Okay. You know, we might move, but it's just the perfect city because there are just people like that go there and they, they never pack enough. Right. They don't know what to pack. They didn't oh, bring their grappling hooks right. or their gloves, you know, oh, or any gloves. of it. Right. And you don't want to buy gloves. You don don't want to buy gloves, especially in New York city because like, everything's too expensive. Oh, and I live in Orlando. I'm never going to wear those gloves again. Exactly. Or a hat. That's a good idea. Yep. So we're yep. going to rent very nice things. Cause you're in New York City. You want to look nice, too. Uh, um, okay. Yeah. yeah, I assume you that. You might run into someone famous. Okay. So I want to look good because I might run into somebody well, famous? I mean, so I'm just thinking of the price point here. They're better than me? All these famous people? Mm, you just want to look good for them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where you're taking this. But, like, if you could buy a $10 sure hat either. and rent a $10 hat. It better be a really good hat if you're renting it. I, mean, yeah. I don't know how much work. Well, and it should be clean. Yeah. That might be a big thing. And that's true. Yeah. Yeah, those carts they have aren't very clean. They yeah, so hats. we could clean them, I'm sure. Well, okay. Or just take out the competition. Okay, let's talk about this off air because I think it's we're starting to get a little violent. Why don't we play some new music from Dawes? Mm. And this is for no good reason. Is this something you might play on your show? Yeah, I love Dawes. Okay, very good. Dawson's Creek? Mm. No, this is just Dawes. I'm just kidding. Dawes. Yeah, no, I don't know anything about Dawson's I Creek. I don't either. I love that show. Oh. Okay, we're going to hear Dawes on WPRK for no good reason from their brand new album, We're All Gonna Die. Aw, Dawes. There's nobody like them Aww. for very, very uplifting thoughts and things. Good morning. My name is Nick. You're listening to A Certain Degree on WPRK Winter Park, Florida. My guest today, Amanda Roche. Thank you so much for being here, Amanda. You're welcome. All right. And we just finished up with Bad Business Ideas and uh, Amanda. I'm kind of sad it's over. Uh, We can do some more. No, I'm just kidding. That's it. Yeah. You have a regimented schedule for the show. Yeah. Which I totally respect. So we're moving on. Yes. Amanda, we need to learn a little bit more about you. Okay. So what I like to do with guests is ask them a little bit about how they got to where they are. So for some guests, you know, college was a big part of it, getting their undergraduate degree, getting their master's degree, and eventually, you know, working their way into an organization like you have with the Orlando Economic Development Commission. For some, college wasn't necessarily necessary. That didn't seem right, but (laughs) I said it anyway. Uh, so they went out and they got, you know, work experience or they went into a particular thing or they had this idea in their head and they ran with it. So I'm always fascinated by this because one of the things I try to tell people and I work in admissions that there's no right way to do it. Um, college for me, my bachelor's degree took seven and a half years in four schools and I didn't go back to get my master's for another 20 years. And so you did a little bit differently. You did Mm -hmm. more of a traditional yeah, uh, I did the opposite of that. Right, you did it super quick, yeah, right? You five did, years, two degrees. Yeah. Get it done. Nice. Yeah. And were you exhausted at the end? Yes. Of that? 
So it's funny when you ask me if I want to do another degree, it's like, mm, yeah. Not right now. Not so, right now. So you got your undergraduate in critical media and cultural studies. Yes, here at Rollins. Yep, mm-hmm. minor in economics. Minor in economics. And then yes. the MBA was here as well. Yes. So did you do the was, formal 3-2 program? It was the 3-2 program. Yeah. I actually did it wrong. I was confused about it. Um, I graduated in three years, like fully. Oh, with my undergraduate degree. All your credits yes, in, three, in years? three years. And then I did a two year MBA program. Yeah. Which I thought was the point because it was called 3 2. I thought, like, you know, three years. Yeah, there years. was an easier way to do there it. Was, but yeah. There was. My jaw was literally on the floor because that's pretty remarkable. And a minor? So what was great with Rollins is I had an amazing admissions, our um, academic advisor. And she was amazing. And she helped me map out all my credits in a way that I could get it done in three years. Unfortunately, I didn't get to go abroad, which was the only thing that I Downside. You know, yeah, wanted to do. But I couldn't yeah. get enough credits in a semester abroad right. to make it worth it. But a lot of the uh, classes I took for uh, critical media also counted for my minor in economics. Oh, okay. I was able to kind of. Yeah, combo that. Yeah, combo the credits that way. Nice. Yeah, so I loved it. So did you get to travel at all while you were doing your MBA? I went to Barcelona. Okay. Let me ask you this. So then you graduated, you went out and you got the job immediately at the EDC. Did you, Um, were you working with them or? I wanted to stay here in Orlando. I knew that. Um, You're you're from Maryland? Yes. I'm from Maryland originally. And I just loved the area and the community that I got to know when I was here and um, wanted to stay. So I... I took a job at a small consulting firm that did uh, food safety consulting. Um, they're actually located over in Baldwin Park. But I knew people at the Orlando Economic Development Commission from an internship that I had done. So I had always kind of wanted to work there, interviewed there, and didn't get the position. And then it opened up again in two years, and uh, I took the job. So oh, that's kind of how I ended up there. But uh So what's interesting about that is when I moved here to Orlando, this was basically 94, 95, a lot of people, and for the next 10 years or so, it was much more fashionable to move away from Orlando. Like the idea was that there wasn't enough here. There wasn't enough culture. There wasn't enough uh, food options. There wasn't enough stuff to keep people here. Yeah. And I think some people still see the area that way. Sure. Sure. It's a little bit podunk compared to other places. Mm-hmm. I remember traveling with people, especially being in marketing in the graphic design world, you know, Orlando isn't necessarily known for that. We have some amazing agencies. We have some amazing designers. We have some amazing artists, all of that stuff. So I don't want right. to integrate Orlando in any way, but the idea is that, you know, New York is kind of the capital Mm -hmm. of that. Chicago is kind of the big on that, you know, those sorts of things. Yeah. It's just a perception. Right. But whenever I would travel with certain people, like these are the people I I get that. And if you want to move because you need to prove something to yourself, that's great. But I would travel with people who would invariably just get these, these uh, rose colored glasses whenever they travel to another city and just say, Oh my gosh, this is the greatest thing ever. And like, we would be in Boston and we would see somebody playing music on the street, basically busking. And they, you know, it had to be somebody from Harvard, a music professor from Harvard who was doing this in his spare time or in her spare time. It's like, no, look, you're seeing the world in a completely different way from what reality is. So I I find that. It's a lot easier to visit a city than to live. Oh, absolutely. 
work in one. So I think Orlando is completely different now. We've got, you know, obviously every little community has its own identity. You're wearing an Audubon Park shirt yes, right now. Yes, we have awesome. an amazing Main Street program yep, in Orlando. That is fantastic. Yeah. The food options are insane mm-hmm. right now. We were ranked number one foodie city yep. this last year. And so building on that for the Economic Development Commission, you are working on a program called the Ambassador Program, Mm -hmm. which I think is pretty cool because basically what you're doing is finding people who are already talking about Orlando and uh, sort of putting a spin on it so that we can all kind of be grouped together. Is that correct? Yes. Kind of making the connections between an ambassador stands for Orlando ambassador. Right. Sorry, I should Um, say that. But ambassador is kind of catchy, right? I like mashing words together. You're not yeah. gonna, you're not gonna get me to say anything bad about but, it. No, yeah, ambassador is catchy. Um, so we use hashtag ambassador. But yeah, it's um getting people together that are already talking about how much they love Orlando, so they get to know each other. Because I think you know you might see someone that's big on Instagram or big, and it is a social media driven campaign. Mm-hmm. So, um, ambassadors are kind of social media influencers or really just anyone that's talking up Orlando on social media and getting them together to talk to each other. And then also just trying to get you to think of talking more about how much you love living and working in Orlando. For the ambassadors, uh, there's something you can do to sign up and you can become part of the program. The best thing to do is to use the hashtag and just use hashtag. This is Orlando. And that's what we're using right now. And um, not to be creepy, but I will just find you. No, that wasn't creepy at all. Yeah. Thanks for that. Um, and then as far as uh, being in the program goes, you're you're a formal ambassador. Do you get a uh, jacket, an orange jacket of some so we, kind? We've, or? we've thought of things like that. Um, if you have an idea, we're thinking, so what we're starting to do is do what's um, what we're calling ambassador meetups. So bringing um, a bunch of ambassadors to, I'm using the air quotes and stopping myself yeah, because yeah, yeah. I realized, yeah. We're on radio. Right. No yeah. one can see it. Um so we're starting to uh, think of cool areas that are unique to Orlando that are not necessarily attraction based that other people wouldn't necessarily know are in Orlando and bringing ambassadors to there. hopefully, you know, kind of supplementing whatever the activity is. And you would just come and tweet and Facebook and Instagram, maybe Facebook live it. And we're coming up with a unique hashtag for each meetup. So we recently uh, went out and we all rode the swan boats on Lake Yola together, just kind of talking about things that people that are even here living here might not know right. exist in Orlando. So we we're thinking of maybe doing like a like a brownie scout pin for each meetup you attend. So, oh, I like that. Yeah, but jackets, I mean, I don't, they're kind of pricey. Where are you going to put the pins then? You know, on your shirt no, or your blazer. You need, uh, sash. Go full brownie and just do a sash and you put all the pins on um, it. Okay. I will pitch these to my boss. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Don't tell her they she were my She controls ideas. the budget. Yeah. 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 Because, yeah. uh-huh. uh, you know, I, I, I theme myself as the bad business idea guy, so I'm not sure <laughs> that you're going to get any of those through. So the Orlando Economic Development Commission, um, if you ever see anything that says Orlando, you don't know the half of it. Yeah. That's our branding campaign. Great campaign. It is great. Let me ask you this, as far as marketing goes, the thing that always kind of struck me was, you know, when you have a lot of inventory of marketing materials, you kind of, I find it, and this is maybe just me, I find it kind of exhausting Yes. because I have to remember all the things that I have. Yeah, an extensive inventory. When it goes out of date. Right. Because that's a big thing, especially with the brochures and stuff. Mm -hmm. So if we ever mention. Well, if you put anything on it, like a 
a website, yeah, anything that changes. Yeah. This so be a bad business this idea. is a bad business idea is just like, can we print stuff off like 3d print the stuff that we need when we need it? Beautiful. Yeah. I That's, would. Yes. We need that. You're down for that. Yes. All right. Good. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you one more thing about the MBA. And I know you don't necessarily want to talk about getting another degree at this point because you just literally finished a couple years ago. It's a terminal degree. So you don't have to right? Like an MBA is as far as you need to go if you want to stay right there. Do you want to teach at any point? Because you could with an MBA. I would consider it. I'm not sure what you can and can't do with degrees. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I don't know what the rules are with like, you know, being a terminal degree because there's like a doctorate of business right, right. now so that's in the Crummer program. It's, so it's, it's like they extended degree. the degree right? almost. So you can extend degrees. Not that oh, I would yeah. want to And you can go back and get that. another uh, master's degree. Yeah. You can go back and get a PhD in a completely different um, right. segment or it area. It depends on what field you're in. Yeah. I guess the rules about what you, how you continue your yep. education. But. but in general, with an MBA, what I've seen is you can teach at the community college level. And with certain experience is typically what schools that do MBAs look for in teachers. So you probably had an instructor or two that didn't necessarily have like a PhD but we're out in the corporate world or in some other facet of it for, you know, 15, 20 years mm-hmm. and come back and teach right. at that experience level. Right. Experience counts right. for a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have a lot of experience, so I don't know. I don't think I would consider teaching right now. I feel like I almost, you know, went above with my education, what like I would, you know, being the age I am, you know, mm-hmm. I just kind of kept going, which was fun. But like, at some point, I kind of wish I had stepped back and said, you know, is it time to get my MBA right now? Maybe. And do I need to get work experience? I liked what I did and mm-hmm. I loved the program at Rollins and how, you know, the early advantage program for the MBA here is a little bit different than the um, executive programs and the night school programs. So it's a full time program, mainly degree. for students who are just coming out of their bachelor's right. degree. So it's a, a little bit of a different MBA program than you would necessarily think. So I really enjoyed doing that. So what advice would you have for somebody who is going into college, maybe going into, let's say their sophomore year? What advice would you have for them? Would you do anything as of right now? Mm-hmm. And I'll ask you again in 10 years. Okay. So put that on your calendar. Okay. Okay. Uh, maybe we'll have you back on the show. If 2027. 20, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but what would you do differently or what advice would you give somebody? I don't think I would do anything differently. Um, my advice would be just to make sure that you're not just doing your school programs. If you're doing, even if you're doing a full-time degree in this day and age, like you can't just, you know, do a four-year degree and have no internships or no extracurricular, you know, just come and get your classes done. It's just not good enough for your career anymore. You know, your first employer, and maybe there's something to be said just nowadays with the job market being like it is, and it's getting a little better, but it's very competitive. Um, You know, you really have to have some kind of other experience other Mm -hmm. than, well, I went to class and, uh, And even if you got straight A's, you're still going to be, what else did you do? Right. All right. Well, very good. Thank you for sharing that. And we'll talk a little bit more about the ambassador program because we're almost at the end of the show. So we'll just sum everything up, uh, talk a little bit about music. I want to talk a little more about music and what you're excited about for 2017. 
But in the meantime, let's play some Chris Farron with uh, Flowers. I think this is another uh, new music thing. New music thing. Mm. I think it's called a song. Yes. And so that's what we call it here. New music thing song. At WPRK. New music song. Right. Thing. Music. On WPRK. Winter Hashtag Park. this is Orlando. <laughs> the Zootons on WPRK, Winter Park, Florida with Secrets. And then starting off that set was Chris Farron with Flowers from his brand new album, Can't Die. You're listening to A Certain Degree. My name is Nick. My guest today has been and will continue to be Amanda Roche. Thank you, Amanda, for being here. You're welcome. I get to be a guest forever. Yeah. Legacy. As we all do sometimes. I'm not sure what that means. Hmm. So we only got a couple more minutes. Uh, ben is going to be here with Music of the World. Went by pretty quick, right? Yeah. Yeah. So Super quick. Surprisingly fast. Yeah. And that's funny, the song right there. I didn't have this plan with your bad business idea, but Secrets mm. sounded a little bit like the theme song from uh, Big Sister. Your yes. idea for secrets, secrets. essentially stalking and getting business intelligence on uh, corporate officers and officials from different organizations so mm -hmm. that you can get a leg up another good name on the uh on your sales yes calls mm -hmm. all right well thank you for being here so what just to recap we've got the ambassador program through yes. the economic development commission if you want to learn more about that where can people go they can go to orlandoedc.com slash ambassadors okay and i'll put a link up on my website and on twitter so that people can yeah. see that. If you're already talking about how much you love Orlando on social media, it's just a fun way to meet more people that are already doing the same thing you are and, uh, you know, just kind of unify and amplify yeah. the message. There's a lot of people on Instagram doing that. I'm always, I love it because, but it's still, uh, again, having lived here for like over 20 years, it's still almost shocking to hear that, to see that all the time. And I'm like, that's, fantastic we need more fans yes always talking about it and then as far as you go how do people learn more about you when's your show on for example so yeah you can find me here on wprk every wednesday evenings i'm here 7 to 9 p.m and i like to play indie alternative electronic rock music kind of a blend of new and older stuff so Good. yeah dj panda pandemoniums wednesday 7 to 9 and are there any big albums you're looking forward to? Any big releases? You know, I thought there were more than there actually are. Because <laughs> now, nowadays people will drop stuff. Like they might schedule yeah. stuff still, but they might just drop a couple of singles That's or anything. That's kind of what they're doing now. Yeah. They're dropping like a single and then a second and then a third and then a fourth and then a fifth. And then by then you just almost have half the album right. and it's all in singles. I don't really get that. But any big announced new so projects I'm looking forward to um, the XX has a new album that's going to come out this year, and also the Shins, which we oh, haven't really? heard from. Yeah, they're doing time. their fifth album. Yeah, and James Mercer says it's not going to sound like Port of Morrow, which was their last album, which I didn't like that album. So thank God. <laughs> it's interesting when a band has to come out and say something like that, like. Don't well, worry, guys. It's not going to sound like the last one. <laughs> no, I know tons of people that liked the last album. Um, it just wasn't their same weird sound. It was kind of more pop, I think. So uh, okay. It so kind it's of, two. Yeah, I yeah. think they're starting with the two songs they have out, merge the more poppy sound with the kind of old weird sound. So yeah. 
I'm looking forward to that. That's funny because the the opposite usually happens is when they're the band super mainstream and they start experimenting and everybody's like, whoa. Yeah, I'm you can't out. you can't go back. Yeah, you yeah, can't yeah, work yeah. that way. You yeah. have to start weird and, and then like get more you can mainstream. Go poppy and then right. come back. Yeah, that's like what Panic at the Disco right, tried right. to do. All is forgiven, guys. Okay. You got weird again. Thank you very much. <laughs> yes. All right, Amanda Roche, thank you so much. We're going to play one more song and then turn it over to Ben with Music of the World. Uh, how about a little Belle and Sebastian? Oh, yes. Love them. Yeah, so we're going to play Wrong Love. I think that pretty much sums up uh, the show today. I'm not sure how or yeah. why. Hmm. That actually, now it doesn't seem like it's appropriate hmm. at all. I think because I was going to play it with Lyle Lovitz, I love everybody, but we don't have time for both. So we're just going to play Belle and Sebastian, Wrong Love. Thank you again. Yeah, oh, thank you for having me. You're very welcome. On WPRK, Winter Park, Florida, you've been listening to a certain degree.